You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show as we move into the 1 o'clock hour here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2. Uh, in about uh, 20 minutes from now, we will speak with Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune, do a little football and basketball. Uh, Iowa State related with Dylan Montz. I see the uh, Cyclones got to commit today. Kid from Valley committed to them, right? Yeah, class of 2019, so still a little ways away. But you watch, you saw Valley play this year. How do you say, what do you say, Jake? What's his line? Rem- Remberg? Remberg. Yeah. Good player. Is he? Yeah. We stood out even as a junior? He, uh, he did that offensive line... When Javon Mason went down, mm-hmm. you know, it, that hurt them. It, right? it hurt them, right. yeah. And it wasn't your prototypical Valley offensive line. Inside, I think their center only weighed like 215 for Valley. It's odd. You're normally right. 260 in the middle for spots and 300 out on the tackles. So they were undersized compared to normal. It wasn't a prototypical Valley line. But, yeah, Remberg, he was always a good player. You can mm-hmm. see that right away. Uh, they do a lot of unbalanced line things over there and – Wherever he was, he'd be part of it that they ran behind. So good start to the class for Iowa State. And, uh, yeah, this is the December 20th signing day. I hate it. I, I, why, I, I why, just, why don't you like it? It's just it's, it's put at a weird time. If you're going to do this, they should have done this correctly. And they should have done it with the signing day. Middle of August, you know, something like before the before this their senior year starts. Right. Before football's crazy. So you want you would. What about that is for logistically in the middle of, of fall camp? I think it'd be pretty easy. I mean, the Do guys you? that have gone through the summer camps mm-hmm. that have visited, I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to sign. Mm-hmm. Then you go every football season. If you don't, then you, I mean, just think of if basketball. Of course, they have the November signing period and then again in April. What if they had one in February and then well, we'll have one in April? It just why two signing days this close together? It just. I think it was an easy way out. Well, they want to have an early signing period. We'll just put it here. I just don't think logistically it works very well. And you mm. got now all these kids trying to get visits in right after their season ends. Mm-hmm. Still some seasons going on. Like California is still playing. Yeah, well, Alabama season. just said they're still yeah. playing in Alabama. So, I think Minnesota's later than Iowa, yeah, too. I yeah. think by a couple of weeks. So it just it doesn't make sense to me. The Wagner um, moved to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we spent, I think it was off the air, we were talking a little bit about it. Did that surprise you? It, it was just the way that it went about. There was talk of him. Maybe there wasn't going to be a spot for him. Defensive end really wasn't a need position for Iowa in this mm-hmm. recruiting class. And did he wait too long? And, uh, and Bobby as Mark Le- kind of alluded to there, he yeah. could see a position change in his future. You know, and I've heard that a lot. I mean, he's such a big framed athlete kid at the high school level that it is kind of tough because there's just some offensive tackles he dominates because sure. he's just a lot bigger and right. faster and stronger. But can you do that at the next level? And he's got the frame to do a lot of different things. You know, some people thought maybe a tight end, but Mark's idea of tackle, I like that one. I got, I got thinking about it as he was talking about mm-hmm. that and hadn't thought a whole lot of it myself, but I could see it. Taking a guy with that athleticism, that frame, and then you add 40 pounds to it, got a pretty good tackle. Yeah, you know what we forgot? I, well, not we. I'll blame myself for this. We forgot to ask Mark is because he votes. He has a Heisman vote. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he wasn't going to vote for Baker Mayfield. Remember that right he, after he the, the game? Um, the Oklahoma State game? He Kansas game. Kansas, it was Kansas, right. Yeah. It was Kansas. Because grab, they wouldn't himself. shake hands at yeah. uh, right. Um, 
he wasn't going to vote for him. I wonder if he did. If he acquiesced and yeah, because I got to think there's probably a lot of guys that uh, that have. And why have you ever tried to get a Heisman vote? There's, no, there's so many people with Heisman almost a vote. thousand. I, I, yeah, can't be that difficult. I, I don't think it is. Right. right, and you know some of the guys that have Heisman votes see one game a day. Yeah, yeah, the game that they cover. Well, probably a majority. Well, I would think there would be probably think, I mean, seventy beat percent. writers everywhere that yeah. have votes. So they better yeah. cover in their team that right. particular Saturday. Um, they so got yeah, it right. just no, they absolutely yeah. got it right, Trent. In fact, yeah, it, 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 it was a landslide. Uh, let's do a couple of minutes on the NFL. In this segment, Carson Wentz going down joins a, a list of, you know, star quarterback. I thought the NFL had, other than the Tom Savage uh, injury, him being allowed to come back on the field uh, in the Houston game when he was convulsing, tremoring mm-hmm. uh, on the field after he was clearly concussed and leaves the game, um, you know, momentarily, honestly, before he's sent back in there. That's going to overshadow everything that happened this uh, uh, th- this past week. Um but it was a pretty good day. It was a pretty good day in the NFL it yesterday. Was, I thought yeah. there's been so many stinkers. Mm-hmm. This yesterday wasn't one of them. It was a good day. Coming down to the wire, had a lot of close games. One Sunday other. night football, prime yes. time had a close one. How about that comeback? Too? Yeah, it was crazy. Boy, Ben Roethlisberger. 500 yards passing. Just amazing. Trent, you can't get the sucker down. No. He just sheds uh, tackler after tackler and finds a way to keep plays. I love Ben Roethlisberger. I'm yeah. a huge fan. He's entertaining. He is. And Carson Wentz is entertaining. That, that hurts. It really did. Yeah. I, so last night, got home, see the news, and they hadn't come. It was one of those, it looks like it's probably an ACS, mm-hmm. but there was still, it seemed like everybody he played was, three plays after he tore three or four. Yeah. I, but it felt like everyone was holding out hope mm-hmm. because. Hey, maybe it's just a sprained MCL, you know, whatever it could be in there. And then you officially get the new. But even when everybody was hoping, you could tell. Not much hope. Not much hope. Right. You know, they the Eagles announced 10 minutes after the injury. Right. Aaron Andrews. That he was out for the rest of the game. Yeah, Aaron Andrews reported that uh, personnel for the Eagles came out of the locker room shaking their head. You know, knew, knew it was inevitable that mm-hmm. the MRI was going to confirm their fears that their quarterback... Here's the other thing, um, and you and I are big postseason vote award people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson Wentz was probably going to win the MVP. Yeah. Does he now? No, now I don't think he Brady. does, does he? No, it'll be Brady. No, I don't say that. Like, I respect the outlaw Tom Brady, but, <laughs> it would, you know, it's going to be Brady. It's probably, He's the most valuable player. Or Roethlisberger. He has Antonio Brown, Levy Bell. I know, Bell. I know. You know who should maybe get it? So 1981, was that the strike year? 81, 82? Uh, I think so, yeah. Who was the Redskin that was the kicker that won the MVP that year? Do you remember his name? <sighs> well, Chip Lowmiller was there forever. It wasn't him. Mosley? Yes, there you go. Mosley. Good call. Good pull, pull out of that. Yeah, thank you. In a strike-shortened year, he yeah. won the MVP. Mark Mosley did, okay. If there's ever going to be a kicker that maybe should be in consideration, probably Curtis Boswell. Yeah, he did it again yesterday. Yes, in that stadium, week after Mm -hmm. week to know, and it doesn't matter if it's a game in early September or a game here in December, Mm -hmm. the winds swirl in there. It's difficult. You just see see visiting kickers What about Case Keenum? Okay. Not going Chris Boswell. You can't give it to a kicker. I mean, they they have. I understand they did. Look, Boswell's done a great job. Don't get me wrong. But again, you you can't. But if you would... That'd be a guy yeah, you'd, you'd yeah. have to at least contemplate. Case Keenum. He doesn't feel like an MVP mm-hmm. because 
the route that he's taken to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Fair. without him, if they had to go to backup du jour, he's been so good. And the thing that I'm always baffled by, week after week he does this, he'll make a play outside of the pocket. I remember Case Keenum at Houston. He had the throw through constantly. Yes, chucking the ball all over the yard. Never throw, never running with Not it. Not very often. No. Nope. Now he had the two ACLs, and that's why he got a six year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't get to league till he was almost twenty five years old. Right, right. Because he was in college forever. But how does a guy all of a sudden, six years into their career, oh, he can move around a little bit? It seems that's like you always. Rare. I never. Now we ever. see quarterbacks that that really struggle early, and all of a sudden the light goes yes, on. Yeah. But, but not yeah, all of a sudden. But you don't see them changing when you know. Someone... Oh, he has a little athleticism. Yeah, that Where shows do you up find six that? years later. Right, right. That's excellent. That's a good point. Uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean, but he... it, it was going to be Carson Wentz, and now he unfortunately now I think it'll you're be right. Tom Brady. Uh, the Cleveland Browns found a way to lose another football game, and I guess to our advantage. I know that you know there's a lot of Viking fans out there that wish the. Uh, Packers, uh, no goodwill whatsoever. Yeah. But we may just maybe, Trent, get three of our local teams in, into the playoffs. It doesn't feel like Green Bay is going to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, the NFL is better with all the star power that uh, under center that the NFL has lost this year, and they have been one after another and big names. I'm glad that Aaron Rodgers is going to get back and maybe provide the Packers with an opportunity to go 3-0 and because I th- don't you think it's going to take 10 wins to get a wild card in the NFC? It still might be 11. I you told still you that it's co- going to be 11? I, it's, I told you a couple weeks ago, there's still a chance. Look at the NFC South. Now these teams continue to play each other. Right. So there's also going to be losses. Saints and Panthers at 9-4, and four, Falcons at 8-5. and five. You still have the Seahawks also mm-hmm. at 8-5. They're just on the outside looking in right now. At eight and five, they're on the outside looking mm-hmm. in. I don't know if ten and six does it. We might see two eleven and five. We might, or we might see a ten wow. and six team that doesn't get in, like we've seen yes. before, right? Yeah. Who was the last one? Was, that, was New England eleven and five the year Brady got hurt, or were they ten and six? They I think they were eleven and five, five weren't and they? Didn't and in. didn't get in, right? So, I mean, it happened in, in the six team configuration for each conference. We've seen this happen before. I think ten and six is no, it's no lock. And I don't know, I haven't taken a deep dive into the tiebreakers yet, where Green Bay is. Mm-hmm. Just looking through the Packers schedule. Who, well, they've they, got a tiebreaker over Seattle. They've got that one in their favor one. from week one. Uh, they have a loss to the Saints. That hurts. Loss to the Falcons. That hurts. Uh, they have the Panthers this week in Carolina. That's huge. Now, obviously, and what, have, what, they have you, to win it because they have to win out. I think they have to, They absolutely have to win out. Have you heard definitively? That, I mean, I think most Packer fans and Packer media feels that Aaron Rodgers will play this. Is that game in Carolina? It is in Carolina, yeah. So they get back-to-back home games. Mm-hmm. Then the Vikings at home and mm-hmm. at Detroit. And that Vikings up. game is the Saturday night football, is it not? The 23rd. Third. Which is Saturday night. That's Saturday night. So, we, I mean, look at our next two Saturday nights locally. Yeah. Chargers, Raiders, this our Chargers, Chiefs this week. Massive. Massive. Packers, Vikings at Packers a week later on the 23rd. I mean, that's good. That's entertainment right there. And we good put for a, you, NFL scheduling. A cap on Thursday night football this week. Oh, my God. It's going to be so bad. Colts, yeah, Broncos. No, no. And they're going to try and trick it up. The game is so bad that they had to come up with a gimmick to try and because they couldn't they couldn't uh, promote the teams. No, I mean they're both god awful. What are they both three wins for the Colts? Now Denver, unfortunately, found a way to win their fourth game yesterday. Um, 
What happened there? Did I mean I didn't watch a lick of it. I watched the whole thing. What how I mean I don't know. McCowan went down early? No, late. It was late. Late. The defense decided Denver's oh, we're defense, play? Denver's defense played. The first for the time first time in a month and a half? In, in, in weeks, yeah. In eight weeks, they showed up. Um, and Demarius Thomas showed up. Uh-huh. Um, Who quarterbacked? Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, went the distance. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? <laughs> just just lose, baby. And as your team doesn't lose, my team wins, finds a way to and, win a and game. And Trent, by the, and I didn't see a play of that one. Yeah. Because that was one of the early window. And, and again, uh, Trent and I both were the, in the same boat here. There was no way going to the weekend. We were going to watch Colts Bills at all. No. I didn't turn it off. No. Well, I did. I mean, I flip back. I watched a lot of Car- most of Carolina Vikings, mm-hmm. but way more of Bills Colts than I thought that I would. And some of the still photos that have come out from you know the NFL photographers on the sidelines from that yes. game. Boy, there's some phenomenal visuals. Guys phenomenal. Just buried in snow. All you can see is their heads. Yes. I tweeted out one last night, and if you're not following, uh, please feel free to do so. I don't tweet a lot. I'm not going to in and over uh, run your Twitter feed. <laughs> I don't update every time there's a score with one of the locals. Um, I'm Ken Miller on Twitter. You are at Trent Condon. Mm-hmm. You got your name. Ken Miller was taken. There, there's a few more Ken Millers in the yeah, world than Trent Condon. But I'm pretty happy with mine. I'm yeah. Ken Miller. Not awful. I'll simple, take it. Simple. Simple. Right. Um, but it's a great pick. It really is. And I didn't take it, obviously, but I saw it and retweeted. I'm a, I'm a retweeter. I'm not yeah. a tweeter. I've got that rule, right? Don't tweet a whole lot. No, you don't. And especially if you had a couple. There's yeah. Not, not yeah. a day go by, I haven't had a couple. You can get in trouble. You can. You can throw out wild accusations. and Right. Yeah, you, you get in trouble with that Twitter machine from yeah, time to time. Absolutely do. I try to stay away from getting in trouble, but every once in a while I'll rile a few people up. Mm-hmm. I was on point spreads yesterday. That was my only tweeting. No, that was good, too. Was that yesterday the day before? It was, it was yesterday. It was yesterday because... Iowa, Iowa State, and you and I, all three of their games were not part of the point spreads that are released the day before in college mm-hmm. basketball, but they're part of the extra games that come out mm-hmm. uh, when you're playing teams from the SWAC, the MEAC, few other conferences on the lower end usually don't have line games right away, but they'll come out the day of. So Iowa was favored by 19.5 over Southern. Uh, Iowa State was favored by 25.5 over Elkhorn State. And they had a line, this was offshore that I found this, for you and I, Dubuque, <laughs> how do you come up with a number? Trent, they come up with a number for high school football in Iowa. They do. Yes, the same place does. So this is the same the site? The same place. They'll take... If you win, do you get paid at Probably that site? Not. Probably I, I've never... So you never, you, you're not a customer is what you're saying. I've read the reviews of this book. They're mm-hmm. not glowing by any means. You know what the good news is? Is within a year... You're not going to have to go to those oh, places. That'll be so nice. You're going to be able to bet on sports legally oh. in the United States. Drive through window out of Perry Meadows. Whatever, yeah, I think that's where it's going to be. I don't Head think it's going to be Head south to online. Osceola, maybe put a... Probably. It's going to yeah. be brick and mortar locations, yeah. I would think. I, mean, I think that all the casinos will be uh, the ones that um, where it's going to take place. I think that legislators are probably a little reluctant when the switch flips... I don't think they'll go all in, meaning I don't think they'll allow you to bet on online. Yeah. I don't think the internet thing that'll will be. That'll come later. I think that'll come later, yeah. right? I think the bricks and mortar will be the first places to offer this. But my point being, you're not going to have to, you know, and that's going to kill offshore wages, which is yeah. good. It's, yes. It should it should kill Keep it. Keep the taxable money here. Absolutely, because right now there's no taxes being generated on any of this. That's why could, it's illegal. 
I can lay a dime on Dubuque to cover the 42 and a half. <laughs> well, I don't know if they'd offer that <laughs> probably, one. Probably, probably not. not. You'd still be forced to go to that site that offers up high school football because <laughs> I know for a fact yes. you won't be able to do that legally, and, and nor should you be able to. Uh, Dylan Montz is here next. We'll talk to Dylan. I do want to get into baseball with you, Trent. Okay. We're both baseball guys. Yes. It's a big week baseball-wise. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the Cubbies signed Brandon Moore. I love that love, signing. I'm right there with you. I, like, I wanted my twins to get him. Would they make any list. noise, do you think? It, li- listening to Falvey and Levine up there, mm-hmm. yes. They're, they're going to be doing So they'll things. make positive news. Conversely, the team just to our south in that same division, it's going to be a bad week, I think, for Royals fans. Don't it, you feel that way? That's kind of this division. The, the American League Central... A few teams are buyers, then the other teams are sellers. But the you know? Royals are forced to be sellers. And the Twins can be when they're in a down cycle and mm-hmm. they cut payroll. And the White Sox, they'll cut payroll and mm-hmm. then they'll build back up. And but Royals fans had those two years with this core. But they I mean, also realized that's, that, that, that's it's the economic come due. Game. Right, it's going to come due and now that, that, the that rebuild is now bill is due, yeah. yeah. Hate it though. I yes. do hate it. Delamont's next. Trent and I here until two every Monday through Friday. Same deal, noon to two. Talking local sports with you on seventeen hundred KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One only on seventeen hundred KBGG. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive-through options? Food dudes delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. The premier college basketball event in the Midwest. The High V Classic returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines, Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3.30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55-HIGH-V. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Central Iowa Vapors is a family-owned business founded by a mother and a father with two kids all born and raised right here in Iowa. The owners of Central Iowa Vapors said e-cigs worked for them and it was time to share it with everyone. Central Iowa Vapors has helped 79,142 smokers make the switch today. Can you be the 100,000 customer we help? Visit us online at iowaecigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. 
Holidays are about family, traditions, and heritage. If you're Irish, Welsh, or Scottish, the only place to find unique Celtic gifts is a Celtic tradition. From kilts, Celtic jewelry, bleak china, to Irish pride sweatshirts. A Celtic tradition. 7672 Hickman Road, Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at HartmanFlags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, let's get Dillamont's Ames Tribune in here. He joins us. We talk a little Iowa State. Iowa State, uh, the basketball team had a 20-point uh, victory over Alcorn State, so they didn't cover Trent. No. That number, didn't you tell us, was 25 yesterday? 25 in the hook. That's not a cover. That's not a cover. Dylan Montz, uh, he, as we've mentioned, AmesTrib.com is where you can read uh, Dylan, Travis Hines, and the entire paper, Ames trib.com dylan trenton ken thanks for coming on how are you doing pretty well how about you doing fine so um, what are you hearing football wise as far as um practice any guys that were you know off the depth chart um trying to or red shirting i have to assume that uh campbell and his staff once they came off the recruiting trail early practices uh focus a lot on guys that are going to be playing next year any names that have been circulating that you know that um we may, may need to pay attention to this uh this coming uh, season yeah so uh, I, it, it actually even kind of goes back to what uh Joel Lanning said right after Iowa State's fix for the bowl game he 
he had been asked about a couple players that were maybe standing out to him. And, you know, we had talked about uh, Kanae Nwongu kind of looking good and being back to old form. So that was kind of the biggest one on offense, along with maybe Johnny Lang. I think he's been looking good, too, at running back. But on defense, I think two of the names that people will be glad to hear are Ryan Vance and Jake Hummel, who are uh, redshirt, or Jake Hummel is actually played on special teams, but O'Ryan Vance is redshirting this season, and both are going to be linebackers, too. So, with Joel Lanning, obviously, moving on after this year, having the depth there replenish and having some young talent kind of injected in there, maybe playing behind Tymar Sutton and uh, Willie Harvey's obviously going to be back there, and Marcel Spears, too. So they'll have some guys coming in, some young talent that uh, it sounds like has been looking pretty decent so far through these uh, full practices. Well, another position uh, that certainly is going to be talked about a lot is the continued development of the offensive line going into next year. Uh, We see, obviously, uh, a guy that will be making his last start in Campos out there. Got to see a lot of young faces out there. And the building blocks of that offensive line, what's next that they need to continue to build on in your mind? Yeah, I think uh, just the run blocking, it's something we've talked about all year, is, is being uh, lacking at times. I mean, David Montgomery did so much this year, uh, you know, quite a bit on of it, quite a bit of it on his own, obviously. But I think the run blocking part of it is more uh, just – you, you can't really, there's no quick fix to it. You've got to do it by repping it um, in practice as much as you can. And then obviously when you get to game speed, that's where you can really kind of learn the technique. And then you go back and look at, at it on film and you kind of learn that way. And um, obviously they do have uh, a couple older guys with um, with Jay Campos and Robbie Garcia, but even Robbie Garcia, uh, who's kind of new to the offensive line too. So I think that's just a thing that gets better as, as you mature and get older and do it more. But uh, heading into next year and the year beyond, Iowa State's going to be in a point where those offensive linemen are, are more balanced out in classes, and you're you're hopefully starting guys that are going to be redshirt redshirt juniors and seniors as opposed to redshirt freshmen or sophomores. Uh- Colt Netton was succeeded by Garrett Owens. I thought I thought Owens had a, a really good year. I really did. I wasn't blown away by the stats we saw in the Pac-12 when he got here this year, but but he was uh, nothing short of consistent. He was. I thought he had a good year. What's after him? Uh, the, the Francis, I think, is the kid's name. I think he handled the kickoff duties this year, um, but but he's going to be an upperclassman. I think he's a senior. Do they have um, you know the heir apparent on the roster right now? Do you think? Uh, they're, they're finding a kid uh, in this upcoming recruiting class. His name's Braden Narvison. Uh, he's out of Arizona. Uh, he's a high school kid right now. So I know, um, you know, just talking to people uh, that he could be kind of a, a, a nice addition and something that could look toward the future there for, for kind of uh, carrying on the consistency model that Michael Madden and Garrett Owens have kind of said. But I think uh, Chris Francis is obviously uh, in the mix for it. I don't know if They'll come out and obviously name a starting kicker in fall camp or anything. I think they'll kind of let it play out. But they'll have some options in in the few I know that they're they're pretty excited about. Well, there's one other position. It looks like Zeb Nolan will be the guy unless Jacob Park stays around. Anything new on that front at all that you've been been hearing out there, Dylan? Yeah, really kind of the status quo. It's it's been kind of quiet on that front. And uh, Mac Campbell has asked again, one of these uh, press availabilities uh, around the bowl game. Uh, Jacob Park had obviously been 
tweeting a little bit more around Thanksgiving and, mm-hmm. and going back and forth with Iowa State fans, appreciating them for well wishes and things of that nature, and said he's looking forward to, to kind of getting back out there and getting going again. But Max Campbell said, as of right now, things are just kind of as they've been. But uh, I think it will be interesting uh, and to hopefully maybe get a little bit more solid uh, stance on it one way or the other as, as the season wraps up. You know, we may have to wait, guys, until uh, classes start again in January after the break before we get definitive whether he comes back right. or not. You know, guy that I'm uh, kind of curious to see that this offseason and, uh, and what he's been able to do uh, in the bull practices you know, we knew Lima, we thought Lima was going to be an impact player, but we, we thought that he was going to be sharing a lot of times with a guy that, that seemed like the daily watch, right? <laughs> When's Tongamoa going to get here? They need this guy in such a big way. He's a difference maker, and he may well be. Ray Lima, we're pretty sure is. Uh, but Tongamoa, um, I don't want, because he got here so late, so I get he was really behind the curve. Um, but I have to think that more is going to be expected of him, you know, to go through the program, the off season, be here that entire time, go through the spring and then into his senior campaign. Because quite honest, I don't want to say lived up to expectations because they were probably unfair before he even got here. Uh, but, but he had a quiet year after all the hype surrounding him, Dylan. Yeah. And like you said, I think a lot of it is because. He, he arrived so late, and I've, I've heard the saying before that, uh, however long you were in JUCO, it takes it, it takes almost as long to kind of work some of those habits out of you and, and transition you to to the kinds of things you need, need to do to be successful in B one football in terms of on field technique and things like that, just because things change so much. But I think just getting a little taste of experience this year, and it, it's not like they had the option to redshirt a meter because he had already done that. So I think just to get him a little bit of a taste this year, get him a full off season of winter workouts and spring practices, summer, just keep him around the program and and, and around those guys and around Greg Lima and, and you know Jamal Johnson who's played there on the defensive line and things of that nature. When you get to next year, I, I do think he'll be in a better position to play and have have more of uh, look a little bit more like the player people hoped or wanted him to be uh, when he first arrived at Iowa State. One more uh, position question, kind of taking a, a look forward to next season, Dylan. Want to go to the safety spot. You know you're in real good shape at the cornerback spot, PV, yeah. uh, coming back for his senior year along with Payne. And Ruth back there as another guy when you go nickel. But the safety spot's going to be hit hard with graduation, not just Cotton Moya, but Everett Edwards, who's played a lot from Duke, the transfer the last couple Wilkerson. of years. Wilkerson from Georgia, another uh, grad transfer that they got. Who are some names in the pipeline that you're hearing might have a chance to uh, be some starters next year? And, and they like to have that star guy, too, that kind of is a hybrid almost. Some names that you've been hearing, Dylan. Yeah, I think uh, you can kind of see uh, just the, the way they played this year in the defense, in the secondary. Um, they had a lot of DBs. So you have the guys at corners. You know Brian Peavy going to be there. You know um, uh, DeAndre Payne's going to be there. But then you could also uh, maybe put a guy like Deontay Jones back this year. Um, who did play a little bit of corner, but I think he could he could go back and play some safety too. I think that's what he was recruited at um, out of high school, so I think uh, he's a good option. They have Greg Eisworth, who's a JUCO coming in. He's a safety and listed at six foot and 195 pounds. I think um, uh, really, I know uh, people are really high on him and think he can come in and then be kind of a guy. Um, you know, it's certainly hard to replace what Kamari Moy and Reggie mm-hmm. Wilkerson were able to do, but but he's a nice. Uh, he's a nice gift for them to, to come in and at least 
balance out the classes, and he's, he's not coming in as a true freshman and being asked to do that. He'll come in as a junior and, and, and have some of that, uh, at least college ball experience, even though it's not at the D1 level. But I think it's different guys like that could come in and, and uh, at least not have it be a, a steep drop-off. Uh, Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune uh, at uh, uh, AmesTrib.com uh, is where you can read Dylan and Travis and the entire sports section and the entire paper. A couple on basketball uh, before we let you go, Dylan. Um, the, what I'm starting to see with this Iowa State team, if they're developing a habit and it's a bad one, um, it, they start so darn slow. At least that seems to be this team's M.O. At, up until this point in the season. Hot as you know what in the final twenty minutes, but slow starts in the Big Twelve. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to be you know dig too deep of a hole a lot of nights before they can come back. Uh, is Prom concerned? You think yet about this? Uh, the fact that this team has been starting slow uh, so far this year in most of their games. Yeah, I think there's a few different concerns. That's probably one of them. Obviously, you want to come out and have uh, and have better starts just to get some energy into you early on, but. Uh, it's, it's, they're kind of in a weird spot right now with injuries too. They're they're eight deep right now. Um, Durant Talley's out indefinitely with a stress fracture in his foot, and Jacoby Long is, is kind of out now at least through the UNI game uh, with concussion-like symptoms again that have kind of flared back up. So they're really playing pretty limited right now. So I, I'm I'm not really sure uh, what what goes into those slow starts or anything, but I think there's a few different things that they're they're. Uh, you know, that are kind of hurting him a little bit. I, I, I don't know how he get better at the at the slow starts. You know, guys have to come out and make shots, obviously. I know. Um, I, I think Donovan Jackson started off a little slow, uh, maybe against California State and things like that. Guys need to come out. And it's, it's probably as, as simple as making shots because I think they're going to be in the right positions, but it's just a matter of coming out and hitting them. So uh, rebounding much better in the game yesterday. Still, is that the Achilles heel that you were concerned about when they get into Big 12 play? Is just there's going to be some front lines that they're going to struggle with because of the way they're constructed? Yeah, probably so. I mean, uh, you know, you can get your guards and rebound it in there a little bit, but you need some you need some big bodies in there too right now. Uh, Solomon Young and Cam Warner are their two big guys. And there. Jeff Beverly's a little bit undersized. Uh, and Hans Brace is, you know, I think he's six seven six eight, but um, that's not necessarily his style. I don't think it's to get in there and rebound uh, and, and bang with those guys in there. So uh, I think that's probably the biggest concern is how do you kind of counter that? Um, and I think you do it with, with good guard play. And I think you started to see a little bit of that. Um, but it, I, I think like uh, Steve Prunzer is just doing all those things on a more consistent basis. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. AmesTrib.com for uh, Dylan Mons. Yeah, we will uh, get our last look with you. We'll preview Iowa State and Northern Iowa uh, during Friday's show. Dylan, have a great week. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. You too. Take care. Good to talk to you. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, checking in on uh, Iowa State. Cameron Large yesterday, Trent, mm-hmm. uh, 19 minutes, 15 points, 11 rebounds, eight of them on the offensive end. That's what you need. That's uh, what you need. I think as a end. team, what, they have 24 offensive 22. boards? 22. That's offensive pretty damn boards. good. Yes. Again. Alcorn State. Alcorn State. Yes. You know, I was going to ask you this question. Um, I thought about this on Friday. More likely to happen this year, and we, we could debate it, and I, I think I know the answer, especially now that I've seen Kansas lose again. More likely to happen this year, Iowa picks off Michigan State mm-hmm. or Iowa State takes Kansas down. More likely. 
More likely. Now, can't, Iowa State's got two chances. Right. So that's... That, so that's probably, yeah. you know, that throws things out of whack a little bit. Right. Um, and I and I think Iowa State's needle is pointing up. Yeah. I think Iowa is... I'm still not sure. They broke the losing streak. They broke the losing streak. But again... Southern. Southern. Um, not Western. Right. Not Eastern. Because I think Sorry. Michigan State's probably at the end. I, I'm not co- convinced Kansas is a Final Four team. Not, not yet, anyways. They don't have yet. to be, though, to win the regular no, season I know. crown. No, I understand. I understand. Who do you like more than them? If the streak's going mm, to who's end. Who's going to knock them off? I, it's a fair question. It's a fair. I think it's Huggy. West Virginia? I think it's Huggy. But that's the four-loss thing. I mean, It is, yeah. yeah it's 14-4. and four. Right. Yeah. And still with that, Kansas might be 14-4 and four and also get a share. Right. And, the streak continues. And the streak and the beat goes on. Yes, um, but I, but I thought the answer was uh, was was Iowa State. Yeah, and yeah, I, I still think it is. I, I think, I, I'm, I look, think it is. I, I think if it was C, none of the above, I think most people would, and myself included would choose C. But if you had to take one, I think you would probably choose the Big Twelve upset. I, I think I like this Iowa State team. A lot more than I anticipated. Oh, me too. Point. I mean, me too, by a long. And I think that a lot of that has to do because I've got all this like <laughs> that I thought <laughs> I was going to be using on Iowa. And you're sell, sell, selling? Right. Get rid of it. Yeah. It's a petty stock. Get rid of it now. Now, I, again, I didn't see any of the game yesterday. Okay. I was, I was on football. I watched Following it on the, the DVR Hawks on last Twitter night. as much as you know yeah. you can. That's why I was up so late. I was trying to think when we were I was talking. I say, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. You watched. That's when you got. Yeah, to the game. after the Steelers Ravens, then Which I was, was late in its own. Yes, yeah, so then I went. Yeah, no wonder I'm tired today. Yeah, <laughs> I was up till almost one watching Southern Iowa. There's your answer. I have a problem. No, you're working. Yes, working. Your family. You got a young daughter for crying out loud. We had fun. Little Mermaid. Is that where you were yesterday? I didn't buy the tickets, as you can imagine. Sunday afternoon in December, it's usually football time. Yes, it is. But the wife came home with them, and she was excited, so Dad was excited, too. Well, you got to. You have to be, and we had fun. And they grow up so fast. Yeah. Grow up so fast. We'll take a time out. Going to do some baseball. Baseball. If it kills us. I want to talk a little hot stove baseball. I'm ready for it. Let's do it on the other side. When we come back, uh, we're here until 2. Monday through Friday, noon to 2, local sports with you. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The Dave Ramsey Show on 1700 KBGG is provided by Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. They can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money to make the most of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The ALS Association is the only national nonprofit health organization dedicated solely to the fight against ALS. It covers research, care services, public education, and advocacy, and providing help and hope with those facing the disease. Our vision is to create a world without ALS, and our chapter serves this vision by raising funds to provide local care services and quality of life to Iowans living with ALS. All of us at the ALS Association Iowa Chapter would like to thank our donors, sponsors, and supporters for their generosity. 
When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Liable towing. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere and fast attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal and the bartenders, well, they're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll just west of 31st Street. As a sleepy face emoji, I know we all get tired sometimes. But if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the f- up. Stay alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. In the hands of a kid, a simple toy transforms into something magical. Toys help unlock the silly, goofy, inventive minds of kids. At Toys R Us, we do everything we can to make sure every kid has a toy to play with because nothing should get in the way of play. So if you find a better price somewhere else, we'll match it. And when we do, we'll donate an additional dollar to Toys for Tots, up to $1 million, because every kid has a right to play. The price match promised from Toys R Us. Today, we play. Now through December 24th, exclusions apply. See ToysRUs.com for details. For all the big plays you watch sports for, Buffalo Wild Wings created B-dubs watch and win. So when you watch them happen here, you win stuff here. Like a guy scoring 50? Yep. Or a QB throwing for 300? Oh, yeah. How about crooks on a golf course? Definitely no. But now with the new B-dubs watch and win, you can win real stuff in real time. When you watch sports at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Rewards, events, and triggers vary. Terms and conditions apply. See participating location for details. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Season's greetings and a big thank you to all the donors of Children and Families of Iowa. CFI provides valuable services to children and their families who are struggling with life's challenges, regardless of their financial situations. This holiday season, please consider making a charitable gift of your support to CFI. Your partnership in restoring hope will make a difference in the lives of individuals working and living in Iowa. Visit cfiowa.org for more information or to make a gift online. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Final segment here. It's a Monday edition of the Ken Miller Show. Uh, Trent Conner and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC, your afternoon drive home today, as they are every day from 4 until 6. I'm assuming Jim's working this week. Yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> He'll show up. Well, you hope. Anyway. He'll shuffle around. Yeah. Take his spot, do his two hours, and boom. And not always two hours. No, no, I know that. What, uh, do you guys have plans today yet? I'm going to talk with old friend Bobby Lejess. i uh, going to do a little with you know, Bobby. No, I'm glad you are. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. I sure wish you covered Iowa State. Yeah, not that, I, not that I, I, I love talking to Dylan. Mm-hmm. We just have to go back to that. Well, Dylan's our guy, yeah. right? Uh, conversely, Iowa, we got this guy, that guy, this guy. Now they went over here, Bing, bang, boom. There, there's so many Hawkeye guys that we know and mm-hmm. we're able to have on the show, right? Which is the other thing, the other part of it. You know, John Bonacamp. I love having John on. I yeah. don't, I, I don't talk to him nearly as much as I'd like to because there's only so much time in the day, and mm-hmm. we can't have. Six. Doc, Doc was did Doc work for him or with him at the at the Hawkeye, or was it, I think Scott Dockerman was at the Hawkeye. Was he down there? Was that I one of his first so. jobs? Down? You know, I knew that because Friday was on Twitter was thank somebody who started gave you a start. Oh, or okay. was meaningful in your career. Path. Yeah, did you see that on Twitter? I, I did not. With everybody know. thanking everybody, and what I learned about it is nobody thanked you. <laughs> I didn't help a damn soul, <laughs> barely. <laughs> Nobody's done more sports talk in this area in, by a long shot than me. I kicked everybody down, yeah, apparently. No. Uh, but but that's where I that's where I learned that Doc was at the Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Anyways, that'd be a fun newsroom. Yeah, um, let's do baseball. Yes, because we said we were going to, and I want to. Yes, the the Stanton signing came out of nowhere with the Yankees. I, I know that people are pissed off because it's the Yankees, yes. and they already know what's going to happen. This. This spring, summer, and fall, Sunday night baseball, Red Sox, Yankees, Wednesday night baseball, Yankees, fill in the blank, probably mostly Red Sox. Your Fox National window on Saturday. <laughs> but Yankees. Here and come the Yankees. Here come the Yankees. But you know what? They're the Yankees. Baseball is better when the Yankees are good, whether you love them or hate them, and most hate them. Baseball is better when my team's good, for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm so annoyed with this team. With and the Yankees or the Twins? No, the Yankees. I mean, it's just... It gets to a point where it is frustrating. It's just there's certain teams that have a different set of rules. Mm-hmm. And the financial reality is that they do play by a different. 
What did they take? It was I saw the number. Everything but thirty million. So was it two hundred and forty five or two hundred and fifty five million dollars? Out of the two eighty five line. Right. What, yeah, whatever. Owed. It's just it's ridiculous. Two there were two fifty plus home run hitters in baseball this year. Was there t- I know there was two for sure. Was am I missing one? Was there a third? Judge and Giancarlo. And those, those are the two. And I don't think there was a third. Okay, well, no, my yeah. point is they're both in the same team. <laughs> and, and, and and look, they're not alone. That That is a good, young baseball team. Yes. That you know, for the first time maybe ever, uh, I think the country looked at the Yankees differently this past season because they didn't open their checkbook and play checkbook baseball. Yeah. Did we miss somebody? No, we did not. In fact, the guy third on the list, I could give you... A dozen guesses. I don't think you'd get him. Probably not. Chris Davis of the A's. Wow. Finished uh, with 43. And he's going to DH this year, I think. Third in baseball. So Giancarlo he, he 50. He the all-star team, did he not? I think he did. Yeah, I he think was he the did. A's representative. Yeah. Judge had 52. Third in baseball, Chris Davis. Mm-hmm. Joey Gallo at fourth. And tied for fifth, Nelson Cruz and Cody Bellinger. Another youngster. Yeah, another youngster. Um the Cubs get Brandon Morrow, and I absolutely love the signing, Trent. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great signing for them. They, I guess, have deemed uh, Wade Davis. Look, they would have taken him back, I think, under their terms. Sure. I just don't think that their terms match up with what they want. Here's the thing. I mean, we talked about the Royals, and that bill is eventually going to come due. Mm-hmm. Look at the Cubs. You know, go around the Cubs infield. It's going to be pricey. It's going to be pricey. Somebody's going to have to go. Yeah, I mean, because you're not going to be able to afford Addison Russell at $18 million a year over five years. Right. When and, you're paying... and then the guy that stands just to his right, what's he going to be worth? Because he's going to be getting 30 Yeah. and Rizzo's going to be getting 25 mm-hmm. and, and Baez isn't going to come cheap. Right. And Contreras behind the plate is one of the game's best catchers in the next few years. And then they're going to have pitching that they're going to be paying for. And on and on and on. Yeah. The reality is you can't pay all of them. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to reconfigure kind of. I think there is some good news if you're a Cubs fan and you're trying to um, maybe bring some pitching over. And I don't know what the Red Sox have in their farm system, but the big buzz out there because they lost out on Stanton because the Yankees made a move. You know what that means? The Red Sox have to counter, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. And that counter apparently is Kyle Schwarber. He's on okay. their radar. Short right field, the yeah. pesky pole, uh-huh. um, DH. You, you can put him out in left field. He doesn't have a ton of ground to cover when he's not When DH-ing. he has to play there, yeah, yeah, or when you want him to play there. Put him out there. Hey, he, he is a good enough athlete where he can probably figure out that wall. I think that's he's, lost on him, Trent, because I agree with you. He's a good athlete. He's not a great defender. No, but, but he's, he's a good athlete for a guy his – and look at what he's done to his body. Yeah. And he's had a complete makeover. Mm-hmm. Now, you hope that doesn't hurt his power, which has sure. you know, kept him uh, as valuable to, um, to to teams, major league teams, as, as anything. That's what they want him for. You want him in the line because he's in a home run at any time. That'd be fun. I'd like to I think I that. think that makes sense. Your twins yeah. are going to do what? Uh, you Darvish continues to be a conversation piece that is out there. I am not a it, huge fan of what they're going to have to pay to well, get him. Well, that's just it because there isn't a lot of those guys out there. And right. if, if he's on a lot of teams' radar. Yes. So if it is, you're talking five years, $110 million, mm-hmm. yeah, probably something like that, four years, mm-hmm. 85 So you're going to have to pay to do it. Then you still have to do some work in the bullpen. Wade Davis has been talked about, and then, of course, a whole bunch of others. Inglacius of the Reds, mm. I know this guy they've been trying mm-hmm. to trade for. They're going to be making some moves here. Um, probably payroll, I'd say, upwards of $120 million. So 
they'll keep raising up. Mm-hmm. They're getting better. But I, I'm very excited just about not the immediate future next year, but in general, I really like Falvey and Levine. Every time I hear those guys talk, I, I just I really enjoy them. Uh, Hall of Fame announcement from yesterday. This was the uh, the veterans, I guess, uh, committee. It's, it's I don't know if that's what they're called anymore. Um, but they they are they're going to induct. They elected Jack Morris, who I think is way overdue to get in. Mm-hmm. Jenny was the best right hand, and Dave Steeb and Jack Morris dominated the American League in the eighties. Dominated the American League in the eighties. Alan Trammell was overshadowed at shortstop a lot of his career by Cal Ripken. Yes. Until Ripken made the move over to the third base. Trammell and I watched a ton of his games in the 80s because, as I've told you before, in Winnipeg, we had Detroit cable stations. Our Uh CBS and our NBC were the Detroit feeds. I don't know why they show up in Winnipeg, but that's what we got. <laughs> Carmen Harlan and Mort Krim, and if you're from Detroit, you you know those names I'm talking about. Um, but so I saw I saw a ton of I saw a ton of Trammell games. Whitaker and Trammell were a great double play combination. Yes. It's really really good. I mean, high level. But Trammell to me never struck me as a Hall of Famer. Tr- played a long time. Played his entire career with the Tigers. I like that about him. Very good defensively. Very good defensively, but a Hall of Famer. Hall of very good. Yeah. I feel the same way. The writers never made, I don't think he ever got past 50% Mm -hmm. of the vote. Um, And you have to get 75 to get in. you have to get 75 to get in, exactly. And you have to get 75 on this new committee, but there's only 16 of them, so you need 12 votes to get in. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're a good guy, which Alan Trammell is. And that's what kept Jack Morris out of the Hall of Fame, I'm yes. convinced of it. Because yes. for whatever reason... He was a jerk. He was a jerk. And yep. writers, he didn't he didn't give writers a quote after a win or a loss. He didn't have any time for him. Now, ironically, he's in the media. Yes. Um, anyways. But he's actually pretty good. No, I like when the way he's dialed he in, he's yeah. good. No, I like the way he calls games. And he was really good in his career. That yeah. uh, John Smoltz, uh, Jack Morris duel in, huh. in Game 7 of the World Series at the Metrodome, is uh, it's an all-timer. I got all-timer. the old... VHS tapes of that. I might have to, a cold winter night when nothing's oh, on. It's phenomenal. I might watch. go back and watch that one. Great, great game. We're out of time. Jimmy B and TC get you home t- tonight from 4 until 6, as they do every single Monday through Friday. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you listening. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas. Log on to 1700kbgg.com. Click on the 12 Deals of Christmas banner and purchase the deals you want with half-off gift certificates at... Graziano Brothers Italian Foods, a Southside tradition since 1912. Graziano's is famous for their Italian sausage. They also carry all the right Italian ingredients. Delicious cured meats, cheeses, pastas, breads, tomato products, spices, the list goes on and on. Graziano's party platters and sandwiches to go are the talk of the town. Pita Pit. Head to Pita Pit and try their new artisan pitas. Chicken pesto... Bacon cheeseburger, hot shot chicken, Thai satay chicken, Tuscan chicken, and steak fajita. Pita Pit is fresh, made-to-order pitas. 
Chicago Dog, they do it right. Sandwiches are made fresh when ordered. Try the original Chicago Beef Dog. All beef, mustard, relish, onion, tomatoes, sport peppers, pickle, spear, and celery salt on a poppy seed bun. 70th and Douglas in Urbandale and another location coming soon. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas at 1700kbgg.com. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. Find great gifts for everyone on your list during Menard's Christmas Gift Book Sale. Works offers quality tools at great prices. Build out your Works 20-volt system with a drill kit, impact driver kit, access jig and reciprocating saw tool, circular saw tool, or worksite LED light. They're all your choice for only $49 each. Plus, give the perfect gift this Christmas with the Menards gift card. Good through December 24th, now during Menards Christmas Gift Book Sale. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Two Saints VIP Limousine, 343rd Recruiting Squadron, Advanced Door Systems, AR Workshop Ankeny, Collins Community Credit Union, Midwest Basement Systems, Our Town of Central Iowa, Phone and Fix, Sandler Sales Training, Select Kids Pediatric Therapy, Smart Clean, St. Croix Hospice, and Stratus Building Solutions. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at ankeny.org. Ankeny.org. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale.